pitch to the Center Circle Studio. Tim Van Horn goes studs up into the soccer world where no one is safe. 18-yard box is wall-free. This is My Three Subs Podcast, a soccer odyssey with your manager, Tim Van Horn. Coming off an impressive July, Memphis 901 FC is in a historic moment for the club. Above 500. That's fun to say. And in a solid state in the standings, we'll break it all down. Plus, chat with Zach Carroll and head coach Ben Pierman as the club hopes to bolster what has been an impressive summer for the club. Also, Lionel Messi made some big waves in the soccer world. The U.S. men's and women's national teams continue to add to their hardware count and more. I am Brody Scott. Tim Van Horn has the mic in hand and they're playing our anthem. This is My Three Subs. We'll be back with today's kickoff from the Center Circle Studios. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. I love talking soccer, but I also love talking about real estate, too. And, and people ask me about both a lot. And one of the big questions I get in real estate is, how's the housing market? The housing market looks great. And really, it all comes down to when is the time right for you? If you're ready to make your move, give me a call Tim Van Horn at Cry Like Realtors. 901-756-8900 is my office number. Brody, can I give him my cell number? Oh, I can? Okay. 901-262-5000. That's my cell phone. You can also go to my website, timvanhorn.com. I can help you with your move around the block, around the city, around the state, and even around the world, too. I have a network of relocation certified agents just ready to help you. They are dying for your business and I can put you in touch with those. All it takes is pick up the phone, give me a call. 901-756-8900. That's my office number. You can call me at my cell. 901-262-5000. Or just go online. Check me out at timvanhorn.com. That's timvanhorn.com with Cry Like Realtors. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. We're underway from the Center Circle Studios. If you've been following Memphis 901 FC for the past few years, you'll know the club is in uncharted waters here. For the first time in the club's three-year history, Ben Pierman and crew have gone unbeaten in the month of July. And that continued into August, outright beating teams like rivals Birmingham Legion, Tulsa FC, Sporting Kansas City 2, and drawing with powerhouses in the 11. And Atlanta United 2 club that just seems to show up against Memphis. Tim Van Horn was at the post-practice press conference with head coach Ben Pierman that talked about this new winning feeling what he's looking forward to against Oklahoma City Energy, and a state-of-the-bench address, plus an unexpected save made by Andre Reynolds and Niall Logue. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're in a good spot, but it's what like it doesn't it doesn't matter where we're at right now. We got to keep pushing forward. I mean, pretty much every time we've talked, I just continue to talk about improvement. And the last two matches we've won and not necessarily played great, but we've done a lot of things really well. Um, we got to be better in our our possession phases. Um, you know, we did spend a lot of the last. I think it was. 58 minutes or something winning last game. Um, When you're winning that long, you're not going to be on the ball as long, but we got to be better when we have the ball. We have to be better making the other team suffer, Um, but we're good in transition. We're we're organized. We're tough. We got to continue to get better at restarts and we got to be better um, defending some of those wide services as well. There's still a long way to go. Yeah. Did your recent success kind of cause you to reevaluate goals and things like that, or are the goals still the same? No, every 
everything's the same. And and I don't the the winning on Saturdays is a result of what we do throughout the week. Where we're at after 32 games is a result of what we do for seven, eight months. Um, so for us, we can't control results. We can't control what other teams do. We can't control where we sit in the table. We can't control playoffs, winning, losing, first place, last place, anywhere in between. We can only control um, our attitude and our effort. Um, and that's that's it's going to always be very sobering for us to, to make sure that's what the message is to the team. Um, you know, we beat Tulsa and then last week we were hard on them and it wasn't because of any other reason, just knowing we were going to play a, a eight, nine MLS players on the road and it was going to be a tough game. Now we're playing a team who probably looks at it and says, Hey, if we win this game, we're in the playoffs and they're out. And that's what the last 19 19 matches of the season are going to be like, and that's what this is going to be about. So for us, we've got to take it one day at a time. We've, we, the travel and the injuries are starting to add up. But with that being said, Oklahoma's had injuries. They've been on the road. They've had tough games. So they're going to be ready. They're well coached. Um, they're dialed in, you know, Bijev's a top, top player and we've got to be, we got to be ready to go to be able to, to, to take them down. You're getting into this portion of the schedule where you made up three games in six, seven days. You mentioned the injuries, travel. How do you how do you deal with that? Do you train differently during the week? Um Yes and no. I mean, obviously, when you have three games in a week like we do starting Saturday for next week, you don't train as much or as hard or the guys that maybe didn't play as many minutes have to be focused um, on, on on some of the days where we're doing half recovery and half sparring a little bit. Um, so for us, we've we've got to make sure we're always one step ahead of our opponent. You know, Colorado played last night and then they play on the weekend and then we play them Tuesday and then Birmingham. So it's this stuff's going to add up, um, especially after our break. But all we're focused on right now is Oklahoma City away. It's a it's a tough team, tough environment. They've been flying since they've gotten a new coach. Um, they're getting healthier and healthier. They've added a couple players to their roster. So we've got to be dialed in, ready to go to get, get max points if, if we can try to earn that. Can you speak to the professional attitude of the roster from your starting 11 through the bench? For the second week in a row, you had to make substitutions based on injuries. You see Breck Evans playing at left back toward the end of the game. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, it's that again, that's a result of what we do in training. You know, guys like Breck and Skyler, back-to-back games, they've come in and helped solidify things at the back. Um, you know, Damo Duro probably shouldn't have played, and he had to come in, you know, banged up to play. You know, uh, hopefully we can get Mitch Guitar back this week. Um, you know, hopefully we can get a couple guys healthy. But, you know, one guy goes down, it's another guy's opportunity, whether that's up, up top, in the midfield, wide, in the, in the back line, goalkeeper. You've seen it all season long for us. It's just something we're going to have to continue to do. And, and really, the second half of the season, it's, it's going to be necessity. You haven't scored against Oklahoma City this year. The last several games, shots on goal have improved quite a bit. Do you think this is a bit of a different team from the last time that you played Oklahoma City? Um, yes and no. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, our identity is a little stronger in certain ways. Um, but to be honest, I mean, they're, we played a really good, at least second half against Oklahoma City, created loads and loads of chances. We hit the post a couple times. Their goalkeeper made some nice saves. Um, but then they they created their chances in both games. So it's going to be a 50-50 game. It's going to be a, uh, a matter of the big moments, the critical moments, whether that's in the 18-yard boxes, um, having good discipline, not committing fouls, being buttoned up. But, but yeah, we need to be aggressive when we're in the final third, taking our chances for sure. And defensively, Coach, you know, the penalty spot in the last game, the that. 
defense is really playing well, and it looks like it's really dancing consistency. Yeah, we're one of the better defensive teams in the league. I think um, Birmingham's top in our division and in us in Oklahoma City are, are right there. You know, so we tied them 0-0 and lost 1-0. So I'd expect a, a, a game like that. But with that being said, they're playing a little bit more high octane of an attack. They did a really good job in Louisville last game, um, created loads of chances to, to, to have goals and didn't quite get it. But, um, you know, for us, we've got to use that defensive mindset to be tough, especially on the road. Um, and hopefully that creates chances for us going forward. We heard Andre Reynolds found a dog on 385 today. Was he on time? And if not, was he fine? No, Dre, they were on time. You know, that's, I, it's kind of a tongue in cheek. Like we want to be, um, involved in our community. I mean, picking up a dog and rush hour traffic on the interstate is, is, is being involved, but you know, we've got, we've got things coming up at like the boys and girls club at the shelter. Like this is what our guys are about. This is what our club is about. It's about our community. It's more than just Saturday nights. It's more than just 90 minute matches. It's all about us um, giving back to those that have given to us. And if we add a new member to our family, then I'm all aboard because I'm a big, a big dog lover. I'm sure this is something you you want to wait as long as possible, make these decisions. But who do you think is not available for the selection on Saturday? Well, I mean, he's, you know, obviously Burner and, and Roland Lama are still doing their rehab and recovery. JB is going to be obviously into 2022. Um, you know, I'm hoping we get Mitch back. I'm hoping we get Laurent back. Um, I think we'll have Dom. We will not have Raul. Um, so, you know, we'll be shorthanded and actually some of the younger guys are doing, um, they've had this set up for a while, like college visit stuff. So we're really shorthanded. I'll register myself. Defenseman Zach Carroll has been around the club for a while and he chatted up the presser about the mood of the club now that they're seeing the success. I think the mood is just overall very positive. Um, guys are very happy. You know, we're, we're getting results. Um, we're grinding out games. You know, maybe there are a couple couple results that maybe we didn't deserve, but we, we got them. And um, I think, you know, being here for a couple years now, those were results that we weren't getting in the past. And so now that we're, we're getting the wins, we're getting the ties, um, we're being we're being hard defensively. We're, we're we're hard to score on this year, and so I think that's just been you know the overall positives. And right now everyone's feeling good, but we're we're not settling. We're we're ready to keep going and not content with where we are right now. Yeah, and what makes you guys so hard to, to score on? Like you said, it's true. And you've had three different mm-hmm. starting goalkeepers this year, so that's not more people like Sabres. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's not. I mean, and that's not an easy thing to. Yeah, um, I think it's just uh, organization. Um, you know, a lot of talk this year. I think we've been very organized in side to side movements, um, not letting anything easy over the top behind us, and really just. Um, making plays when we need to, whether it's a block shot, a, a tackle at the right moment. Um, I think we're, we're just making plays right now. Yeah, and you've not come off the field yet this year, which I'm sure you'll come over. How, do, you know, as a, how does that affect you mentally, you know, knowing that you can just you know, go out and play with confidence and, and know that you know, you're, you're fairly secure in your role? Um, or that's me saying that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good feeling. Um, and it's just, again, just not, not being content with it and, and knowing that Every week, I have to go and, and earn that spot again. Um, you know, we have a great group of center backs this year, and um, you know, I, I can't get comfortable with it, and I have to go out and perform every game. 
ask you something tactically. This year, things seem different. Uh, every game, not on one FC, has been on kind of the shorter end on possession, but you guys are really good on the counterattack and unlocking the high press uh, in your own third of the pitch. It seems like you're more involved in that. Can you talk about maybe a little bit of the tactical change that's gone on? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've kind of dropped our, our our pressure line off a little bit this year. So we're, we're picking up teams a little deeper. So that's a lot of the possession that we're giving up is is in in their defensive third. So, you know, between the center backs of the other teams and stuff. So, you know, we're, we're not really giving up possession in our own our own half, which which I think is, is very positive. And so, you know, we're kind of forcing it into where we want our, our pressure points to be and winning the ball and we're, we're going quick with it. Is that different personnel or is it a different style of training? Um, I think just a, a little bit of tactic shift. Um, um, I think last year, you know, we were uh, trying to be a high press team. And this year we've kind of dropped dropped the line a little bit and picked up teams deeper. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it is a little bit of personnel shift. You know, we, we have good attacking players. Um, we have speed. We have um, guys who can take guys on the dribble. And so I think that's gone into it as well. John mentioned the, the several keeper changes this, this season. How does that affect communication in the back? Um, I think it's big. I mean, we have great goalkeepers here and so I think they all they all understand their role they all know kind of the words that have to be said and um, you know we're confident with each and every goalkeeper and so it's it's not much of a, a change from from goalie to goalie um, obviously with with JB getting hurt you know that was a big blow to us but um, you know having him back around the team has been great uh, I mean Brady played great when he was in there and and having Kyle has been just an, an awesome addition just curious if you could walk us through when Raul got hurt last match and Breck had to come in at left back, which was not his natural position. Can you talk about how you guys organized that for the rest of the match? Because it seemed to go pretty seamless with the two and dropping back just a little bit too. Yeah, um, I think Breck is very versatile. So, you know, him not being a left back, um, he has the tools and the qualities to be a left back. So I think that helps a lot. And, um, you know, it kind of just puts a little bit more pressure on, you know, me and Niall as a center backs, you know, having to talk to him and just making sure he's organized and stuff. And like I said, Breck, Breck is versatile. So him coming in isn't much of a, a big change for us. And it adds size. So, you know, when teams are throwing numbers in for set pieces, you know, it helps us. The club will hope to continue this streak Saturday against an Oklahoma City energy club that has had their number. Despite ending with 10 men, OKC Energy came out with the victory against them back in mid-June. That was their last game and a draw in May. The Energy will also be hoping to turn the tide of their recent fortune as they drew with Sporting Kansas City and fell to Louisville in their previous two. The match Saturday will be live from Taft Stadium in Kansas City with kickoff at 7.30. In the second half, a look at the U.S. national teams and the big news rocking the soccer world. Plus, details on the newest potential member of the 901FC family. And that takes us to the half. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. The heart of Memphis has always been full of song. Every walk of life represented in the way Memphians know best. From the established to the current to the rising stars, hear their story and their music on the Memphis Reverb podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Just search Memphis Reverb. There's the whistle. Second half. 
my three subs action from the Center Circle Studios. It's been a summer of hard love and hard wear for the U.S. national teams. Let's go ahead and start with the women's side, which hope to continue their dominance despite coming up short in the last Olympics. Uh, the Olympico, Megan Rapino and Carly Lloyd were at it again in the bronze medal match, each scoring a brace against Australia. Uh, took home the bronze in their victory, 4-2. to two. Uh, A bit of bittersweet, I'd say, as there were very high hopes that the medal would have been a little bit more lustrous, as we'll say. Uh, but at that level of play, and as the level of play continues to improve worldwide, and as the core of the U.S. players continues to age, not saying that the talent level is dropping at all, but... As time is catching up to this club, I feel like there has to be new blood, right? Which might need to step up. And after watching some of that new blood in the NWSL, I'm I'm very hopeful and, and fairly certain that you're going to see some changes happen in the U.S. women's national side that could very much so bolster this club back to the dominance that it once was. The men have seen some success, and to be honest, it's about time. Gold and Nations League champs, and now hoping to qualify for the upcoming World Cup. The expanded roster uh, will have to get it done on CONCACAF's new-looking qualifying stage. Uh, Basically, it's where eight teams enter, this octagon, if you will. Only three teams emerge with tickets to Qatar, uh, or Qatar, yeah. Um, uh, the fourth uh, of that whole octagonal thing will have to go to like this international playoff for another place at the World Cup. It gets very messy and, and honestly kind of confusing after that. We just need to handle the business at hand. We have done it so far. And as long as we go up against Mexico, we seem to be okay. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it's it's fun to watch this expanded roster. They, they all have a different style of play between the two, basically A roster and B roster. Obviously, A roster having uh, the the Premier League players and, and, and bigger names, if you will, on that side. The B roster having more MLS players on that uh, roster. And they both play at a different pace. Um, they, they both talk very well. The, the communication level on both sides is very good. And uh, so it, it's exciting to watch that club. Now, the recent news that has rocked the soccer world, that ha- that is the, the news of Lionel Messi. Um, it wasn't a surprise necessarily that he wanted to leave FC Barcelona. Nobody actually thought it would happen, though. Uh, but doubters be damned. Uh, the manager for Barca coming out and saying, we just can't afford him at this point. Uh, he has parted ways at the club uh, with the club, and now the speculation train has left the station again. Uh, I've seen this thing going around the interwebs, MLS. I mean, just come on. No shot. All right. If he was too expensive for Barca, he's going to be well over the cap for the league in his entirety. All right. So I doubt we'll see him in the MLS. Premier, uh, that's my suspicion. But again, who can afford him? You know, perhaps he winds up at PSG as they're the only ones at this time that have publicly come out and say that they're in talks with him. So things will definitely get interesting uh, wherever he lands up. In extra time, Tim Van Horn has a story that truly shows the character of this new 901 FC club as Andre Reynolds and Niall Logue make an unusual save. 
That's next. More next on My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. Hey, it's Tim. Just reminding you, this podcast is now powered by Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Brody and I want all of our time going into making the podcast as entertaining and as interesting as possible for you. So that's why we ditched our old services, made the switch over to Podcave. This is the complete podcast management, combining all the tools we need to make the best shows we can, to make them available on all the platforms you use, and to always stay connected with you. Podcave provides unlimited audio storage, so all our episodes episodes new and the old ones are always available whenever you want them and our website it's included and built into podcave so you always have a place to find us it's that easy music and soundscapes we use on the show are professionally made and fully licensed by podcave we get email and text management tools to stay in touch with you guest booking tools episode planning tools podcave even includes customizable news feeds so that we can stay on top of the latest headlines with Podcave. It's all in one place and it's all inclusive for just $49 a month. That's right, $49 a month. Podcave, the complete toolkit for podcasters. Save time and money with your first or next podcast. Don't be afraid. Give it a try. Use Podcave. That's podcave.com. That's P O D C A V E. Podcave.com. This is My Three Subs, a soccer odyssey. <laughs> We have added time to the podcast. It was mentioned in the press conference with head coach Ben Pierman that while on his way to Thursday's practice, Andre Reynolds and Niall Logue made an unusual save, causing them to be late. Tim Van Horn has the story. It's been an incredible month of July and start to August as Memphis 901 FC are in the midst of a five-match unbeaten run. But maybe just as importantly, they're undefeated when it comes to heroics off the pitch. I caught up with defenders Andre Reynolds and Niall Logue. Normally, they're in the business of saving goals, but thanks to their compassion and quick thinking, well... They can now say they're into saving lives as well. Okay, so you guys are going to practice. It's a usual Thursday, and then things change out uh, on the roads today. You guys uh, became heroes and didn't even wake up planning on it. What happened, Andre? Yeah, no, we were just driving the training, and, and we see a bunch of cars, like, slam on the brakes and stop. And we're trying to figure out what's going on, and we just see a dog walking across the street, and we knew we had to pull over. We had to, you know, make sure everything was okay. Now, it's a good thing that you are good lads and you show up early for practice because you had plenty of time to do this make it on time and not get fined right yeah for sure by the time we got here he was super calm we just set him outside and then we had time to do all of our stuff and then Niall tell us about the dog a little bit I know it's really a lovely dog and when we pulled over like I just walked up to me straight away and just kind of laid on my leg I think just thanking me for pulling over and just kind of like uh, helping it and stuff like but no whenever we got there another car pulled up behind us and just so happened he was talking to the lady we were just speaking with her now Kathy um, at the at the animal shelter and he just kind of was a massive help as well too he gave us a contact and so me and me and Andre just made the decision to take it they take it they practice we didn't know how coach was going to take it but he took it well he's a big he's a big dog yeah I think he likes dogs more than us sometimes <laughs> um, but uh, but no he was he was completely fine with it we just put the dog in the car with the AC on full blast while we were training and thankfully and the, the lady Kathy from the animal shelter came out after training and we, we got it uh, all sorted and- I spoke with Kathy Dawson at Carnival Animal Shelter and it's believed that this is a type of a Tennessee walking hound Memphis 901 one FC head coach Ben Pierman has probably seen a lot of things, but it's not very often. Okay, well, you probably never see a team bring a stray dog that they've rescued off the side of the road to practice, but that's what happened today. 
Did they show up on time? And what do you think about the guy stopping and bringing a dog to practice? No, Dre, they were on time. You know, that's I, it's kind of a tongue in cheek. Like we want to be um, involved in our community. I mean, picking up a dog and rush hour traffic is 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 being involved. But you know, we've got we've got things coming up at like the boys and girls club at the shelter. Like this is what our guys are about. This is what our club is about. It's about our community. It's more than just Saturday. Saturday nights. It's more than just 90-minute matches. It's all about us um, giving back to those that have given to us. And if we add a new member to our family, then I'm all aboard because I'm a big, a big dog lover. Andre, the the dog was microchipped, but as far as we know, we don't know who the owner is, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, they saw it was chipped, but there was no registration or something along those lines. So hopefully, we figure all of that out. So I got to ask you guys before you go. Either you guys. I know you're busy. The season's going on. It's a good-looking dog. Either either you guys, maybe, next dog owner? Yeah, uh, I definitely want to get a dog soon. Uh, it'll be my first as soon as I move out because this is my first experience living alone. Um, so when I go back to Chicago, hopefully I can move out. I definitely want to get a dog, and this could potentially be a first. Niall? Uh, no, for me, I already, uh, me and my wife already have a dog and a cat. Um, they're going to be coming down soon. Uh, they'll have ways for a few months, so Andre will have a little bit of experience with that but hey I mean you never rule anything out cheap my wife's a big uh, dog lover as well too so if I if I come there and say hey you want to take this dog she would jump out in a heartbeat for I sure fight. I might have to fight with you over my son you know yeah, no, I, mean, I might have uh, to take it myself I thought that you already so I might have to adopt the dog I might have to adopt the dog later as well <sighs> he's got height you got speed it's been an interesting battle there over the dog yeah I, I think I went out though nine times out of ten I think I went out nine times <laughs> get him on close get him on close it's game over big thanks to Niall Logue and to Andre Reynolds, two of the reasons the city can be very proud of Memphis 901 FC. And we also want to give a big thanks to the fine work that's done out at the Carnival Animal Shelter. As a matter of fact, we have a little bit of breaking news as we were getting ready to post this. We have now learned that the dog's name is Sam Elliott. Thanks to the great job of identifying the microchip on the dog, we now know that Sam Elliott was originally microchipped at the Memphis and Shelby County Humane Society. Carnival Animal Shelter partners with that organization. They'll be transferring Sam over to the Memphis and Shelby County Humane Society where they will work hard. They're very excited to help find Sam Elliott a very loving home. Hey, maybe it will be Niall or maybe it will be Andre. Only time will tell. Plus, only time will tell how Memphis 901 FC will fare. They've got a couple of big games coming up. They're on the road Saturday at Oklahoma City Energy and then back home against Colorado Springs on national TV on Tuesday night. That's beautiful. Thanks, Tim. Again, Saturday, 901 FC takes on Oklahoma City Energy at Taft Stadium at 7.30. The usual suspects will have the match live locally on CW30 and streaming on ESPN+. Plus. Our own Tim Van Horn will be on the call, so it's a definite must-watch. For the talented Tim Van Horn, I am Brody Scott reminding you that you can stay up to date with the latest uh, we have going on by liking us on Facebook and Twitter at My3Subs and on Instagram at My3Subs Soccer Pod. Until next time, there is the whistle. There's the whistle. Thank you for listening. Check out more My3Subs podcast, A Soccer Odyssey.